everyone, and welcome to another episode of After the Film. This week, we're talking about Alita Battle Angel. This is the latest film from director Robert Rodriguez, and it was written by James Cameron and Leda Calagritis. This film is based on the manga Battle Angel Alita, and it was filmed in Austin, Texas, not that far from where I'm sitting now. And if you want to go experience this film setting, The Iron City, you can do that by going to EliteExperience.com and uh, signing up sometime in the next month. There's an incredible list of talent in this film. Beyond already having Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron attached to it, the, the cast is, is equally as impressive. We have Rosa Salazar, who plays Alita. We have Christoph Waltz, who plays Dr. Uh, Dr. Ito, and in, he always has a captivating performance. Similarly, Mahershala Ali uh, is in the film. We also have one person who I don't want to say. It's someone that you know, and it's someone you'll be surprised to see. You haven't, you haven't seen this person in any of the footage up, up till now, but I'll, I'll save the reveal for you. And then other... Um, Actors you'd be familiar with, such as Jennifer Connelly and, and Ed Skrein, who plays the pan. Um, the list goes on and on. The, the talent in this film is just staggering. So in this film, and this is something you'll be familiar with already, just having watched the previews, which, which by the way, the trailers for this film, I think, have been stunning. This film starts with, with, with Dr. Ito, and he discovers Alita in what is, in essence, a, a big junkyard, and then he he rescues her, and, and from that we see that uh, Alita learns her purpose, begins to find out and discover who she is, and then uses that to ultimately, you know, fight this power that's that's larger than her or seemingly larger than her. When you watch this film, the first thing that you're going to notice is how stunning the visuals are, but more specifically how well the 3d is done. So this film was shot in native 3d using cameras that were really designed and pioneered by James Cameron. And so without seeing it, it's hard to explain, but it just looks so nice. Typically when you see 3d in a film, it feels like it might have been tacked on or or a bit of an afterthought and and a couple of elements over a 2 hour runtime might feel exciting or interesting but for the most part it just feels more like you're stuck wearing uncomfortable glasses alita is not like that it's incredible how much well done 3d adds to the experience this is one of the first films uh, maybe the first film I've sat through with 3D where I've actually got it. It, it made sense to me why someone would want to see a film in 3D. So um, so don't let that turn you off or, or don't let that be any type of barrier. In fact, I think you'll find that it, it completely enhances the experience. Coupling that with what they've managed to accomplish with just the visuals, uh, the, the movie itself is, is breathtaking. In addition to the breathtaking setting, the, the characters also are incredible. Alita's character is completely CG, but it's re- very, very realistic CG. But it's realistic CG with manga characteristics. So, for instance, the big eyes. What they've pulled off is just something that hasn't been done quite like this before. 
as soon as you sit down, you immediately recognize this character as Alita. There's there's never a disconnect. It never feels like you're watching something that's CG. It feels incredibly natural. Very, very well done. The performances are also incredibly strong in this film. I made a comment about it before, but when you put people like Christoph Waltz and Mahershala Ali and uh, Rosa Salazar, when you put these people in the same room, what what else would you expect? It's just, uh, it's exciting, it's engaging, it's intense in the right way. Um, it's uh, just captivating from moment one. And uh, my guess is that you'll hear a lot of people talking about the performances in, in the weeks to come. Now, unfortunately, this is the first time I start to take issue with this film. The writing ultimately does not live up to the visuals and it does not live up to the performances. It's not that the content isn't good and it's not that the story thread isn't good. The problem is this is a two hour and 20 minute film that should have been two two hour and 20 minute films. It's something that becomes very, very apparent, especially in the last 25% of the film where these very big moments start happening so quickly that it almost starts feeling comical how fast you're expected to jump and change context and, and accept this new thing that's going on. I'm being very careful not to say what these items are, but I think when you watch the film, it'll be obvious to you where we should have stopped, where we should have, where we could have spent more time investigating, uh, you know, people's reactions and, and uh, responses to that thing. And then we could have spent a whole nother film talking about this other thing over here. So when we watched the the film, the preview, we actually had a chance to sit in a QA with Robert Rodriguez. And he talked through, he spent about 30 minutes talking through some of the decisions that were made in getting this film made. Uh, kind of how uh, he picked it up and, and how he was given the blessing from James Cameron to, to take the film and direct it and get it made. And um, in the decisions he had to make regarding the script, and, and he multiple times referenced the fact that he would have to, to take this scene that was 60 pages long and he would shave it down to 10 pages or he would shave it down to eight pages. And he was very proud of this fact. And I'm not disagreeing that in some cases that was probably beneficial, but you do get the sense that the movie is a bit empty in parts or should have been expanded on in parts. I hope we get an opportunity for a sequel. The movie sets up a sequel. Um, and I hope we get an opportunity for that to happen. But unfortunately, the movie is not on track to do very well at the box office. So the movie cost $200 million to make. And I don't believe that includes uh, print and advertising. And so this movie really needs to to bring in a, a pretty a pretty large chunk of money to break even, and unfortunately, it's only projected in its opening weekend to bring in about thirty five million dollars, which is really it, it's setting itself up to be a very large flop. So I don't know that we will get to spend any more time in this world with the performances we have, with the world building we've seen. I walked away from Alita loving it, even with my problems with the, with the script or the story, the, the way it was told, even in feeling like they really crammed too much into the end and this should have been several movies, I walked away wanting to see more. I mean, I was ready to sit down and, and take part in the next saga, but unfortunately, 
I'm just not sure we're going to get it. So this may be a case of taking 16 years to get the first one and then a very long time to never get a second one. In summation, if, if you haven't picked this up from the review so far, go see the film. I, I need you to see the film. I want you to see the film. I need you to pay your, your $8 or your $12, whatever it takes, because I want to see more from this universe. It's going to have problems. Don't expect it to be um, a perfect movie-going experience, but the visuals, the use of 3D, the performances... Um, from the from the actors and the actresses all of that is going to make it absolutely worth whatever you pay so go see it if you live in la if you live in austin and you have a chance go go do the the tour of iron city the passport to iron city Uh, i've got a chance to look at some of that and that's something i'm planning to do in in the next couple of weeks so please support the film however you can because i do believe you'll walk away from it having had a good experience and i do believe you'll want more of it i know that i do So that's it for this week. I hope that you'll go see Alita. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And please let me know what you think about this episode. Uh, One of the things that I'm trying to do here is give you something that's, that's quick and it's relevant that helps you make your decision before you head out to the theater, but that also has the information you want. And so if that's happening, let me know. If that's not happening, tell me what you would like to see. Just talk to us in the social channels. Uh, at M of One Podcast anywhere, or join us over in Slack, and you can you can ping me directly, and I will love it. And the next time we talk, we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel. She's on the way to save the day. Go find a screen and sit in front of it. Mm-hmm.